Sunday morning discussion on Weekend View. Today marks exactly seven years since the 2016 tragedy of the collapse of the Lily Mine container that trapped three workers, Yvonne Mnisi, Pritin Gambule and Solomon Nirenda. This morning, a press sessions and a site visit to the mine will be conducted as part of commemorations of the disaster. Labour unions and some political parties have been working over the years trying to assist the families of the workers to find answers and closure um, as, a, as a result, really, of that uh, tragic event seven years ago. In our Sunday morning discussion today, we're joined by Harry Mazibugo, who speaks on behalf of the three affected families, Joseph Matunjwa, president of the Association of Mine Workers and Construction Union, AMCU, as well as Herman Mashaba, who is the leader of Action SA. And you would know Action SA, of course, uh, um, over just, just the last uh, um, little while, have taken on this fight. And I'll start with you, Herman Mashaba. Thank you very much uh, for, for your time with us, Mr. Mashaba. Perhaps if you just briefly uh, remind us why it was important for Action SA to get involved in this uh, in, in, in this tragedy, really, that transpired at the Lily Mine. Yes, uh, good morning, and thank you very much uh, for inviting us uh, to have uh, the discussion on uh, on a day that many years ago, uh, the uh, miners and uh, the families of Triti Kambuja, Solomon Yerende, and Yvonne Minisi saw a really tragic situation happened uh, to, to them. Yes, actually, let's say at the time we were not yet a political party. I was at the time involved in a project called the People's Dialogue, which I, I, I launched on the 6th of December. It's asking South Africans uh, to discuss the kind of country we want. And uh, in January of 2020, that's when uh, the, uh, the family through Harry Mazibuku contacted us um, to, uh, explaining to me about the difficulties they were explaining. And a few days later, I drove down to, uh, to, to, to the mine. And uh, under the tree, the family related to me what happened. And immediately, just really saw some fire. I saw it and said that something is definitely the, the wrong here. I then promised to get them legal uh, uh, assistance. And mm-hmm. that's something that we really provided up to, to now. And I'm happy to take you through to tell you where the process is later. Y- yes, please go ahead and do so. Um, we would like to understand what the extent of your intervention has been, but also what, what the stumbling blocks are, why it, it has been just a seemingly impossible task to receive this to, to retrieve this container well uh, the stumbling block is the south african government under the department of minerals and energy because as the custodians of the mineral rights in, in the country they've allowed the uh, the owners of this mine to frustrate uh, the process of the retrieval of the container and the reason why they are doing this only themselves and the ANC government can explain to the families and people of South Africa, if not the world, as to why they are, they are not really providing assistance. Remember, Sanandi, when this container collapsed a few months later, the South African government and the mine owners lied to the family and lied to ask people of South Africa that that container cannot be retrieved. 
and uh, fortunate enough through the in- our intervention with our lawyers, we discovered that this was a pure lie. It was something that uh, they, they they just decided on their own without having any scientific basis to prove uh, why they, they said that container was uh, could not be retrieved. Because when I realized that this loophole, the first thing when I briefed the lawyers was to to get uh, the, the, the the department and and mine owners. Please give us scientific evidence. What informed you to say that this container cannot be retrieved? Unfortunately, it was a decision taken uh, subjectively. And you know why it was taken subjectively? Because they know on two occasions, two years prior to the collapse of the container, they they were involved, they were uh, advised and warned by uh, by, engineer, by mining engineers about uh, the kind of mining that was taking place there. It was uh, reckless, uh, it was dangerous. They were warned that uh, some accident is going to happen in that mine one of those days, firstly. Secondly, they are aware that once that container is out, there's criminal charges uh, because obviously if they were mining recklessly and people lost their lives, they must be criminally charged. And also, there will be civil charges against them. But now, what is interesting is why government is uh, protecting this. This is something that will, that will one day come out because of this black economic empowerment and the ANC uh, politicians being involved as, as, uh, as partners of these companies. So that is something that uh, will one day come out because how can the government protect um, the, the business interest mm. at, 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 uh, at, at, uh, at the disadvantage of poor black South Africans. So that's something that uh, will one day, one of those days, uh, come out as to why. And mm. one thing so. for sure, we are going to press, uh, uh, pursue criminal and civil charges against uh, the, the mine management against the business rescue practitioners because the business rescue practitioners they are also involved in this. We are going to pursue criminal charges against um, and, and civil charges against officials in the, in the department, sure. including their political masters. Um, just, just finally for you, Mr. Mashaba, what uh, are your plans today as, as Action SA as you commemorate the seventh anniversary? When uh, we are arrived uh, yesterday, we had just over an hour session to brief uh, um, uh, the Hossi, the Lamini, to bring him up to speed with uh, where the process is. And then after what uh, we had a prayer session. This morning at 8 o'clock, we are going to have a prayer session inside the mine. We've managed to get a permission to go into the mine because uh, mm-hmm. ever since uh, the, the family and the affected miners have been camping for five years out outside the yes. uh, refused entry. So today we managed to give them permission. We'll have uh, a prayer session inside the mine. And afterwards, uh, we, uh, we, we will then have a two-hour uh, commemoration uh, service where uh, we will inform uh, the, 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 the community and everyone else as to whether the, the process is up to date. Uh, oh, because so. that container, whether the African government likes it or not, that container is going to be retrieved. We will use uh, every available legal uh, uh, avenue to ensure that uh, the, the families of Kriti, Yvonne and Solomon can one day uh, get the remains of their loved ones. Herman Mashaba, leader of Action SA, let me thank you for your time with us this morning. Let's take a listen in to some of your voice notes as well as you weigh in on this conversation.
Good morning, Sebenzile. How are you today? The problem that we have is that those people are black. That's why this black government is seeing it as normal to have three dead people in one area. It's not normal. It's not. And they've done nothing because these are black people. Had it been the other race, we would have seen a, a different approach to this incident at Mpumalanga mine. Sebenzile, good morning to you and the team. This is obvious. The Lily Mine Company, as well as the South African government, I'm talking about the Department of Mineral Resources and Energy, must be held accountable for this incident that took place on that fateful morning. They have to contribute to the to unearth the container so that the remains of these three can be buried accordingly and the families be compensated. This is Ralph Sultan Dovozo in Devon. Mm, thanks for those voice notes. Uh, I'll take a few more of your comments in just a bit. But let me now uh, uh, bring in uh, uh, Joseph uh, Matunja, Matunjo as well into this conversation. Thank you very much, Mr. Matunjo, for for your time. Seven years on, it's it's uh, it, it's it boggles the mind that um, really this could have been six months after the fact. Really, just in terms of uh, where things are that not much has, has happened since. And uh, we'll speak to the family representative in just a bit. But from Amku's standpoint, really, what do you make of how things have played out over the last uh, the last seven years, the many questions that still remain? Give us a sense also, please, of the sort of the sort of intervention, the sort of work that uh, you've been doing as Amku as well uh, to try and help families get the closure that they need. Good morning to you and to your listeners and uh... Good morning to the fellow panelists invited this morning. Yes, it is again a sad day when we remember that uh, three breadwinners are still trapped uh, in the belly of the earth, of which they were toiling for their families to have better life, treating Kambole, Yvonne, Missy, and Solomon, your friend. Uh, we still remember them in our hearts. Yes, it's quite difficult, I mean, uh, to explain this. We thought that the misery of a black man in the new South Africa will end, but it's becoming worse day by day, especially disappointing when the government is under the hands of the black uh, administration. Uh, from the day one when this tragedy happened, Amco was very forefront in this matter. It's not that I'm talking in the comfortable zone. I've been underground. Uh, we also risk our life to go underground while there was this fall of this ground. We went there. We are not reading. I'm not reading from the papers or listening to people talking over the radio. I've been there with uh, our comrades. We saw the conditions, how they were, how mm. dangerous was it is. And uh, we went up and uh, we made a clearing call to Mineral Council, which is the former uh, chamber of mine. That was AMCO. We called all mining bosses. I called Mr. Stienkamp from Harmony. I called Mr. F Neil Froneman uh, from Sibanyi Steel Water for their intervention. 
And uh, indeed, they tried their level best to bring some expert to assist us. There was no one by then. That was AMCO on its own uh, with its members that were trying its level best. We remember we've called one professor from University of, uh, of Pretoria uh, to come and assist. Uh, that was through all the endeavors of AMCO uh, and with all the other CEOs that we know in the mining community, of which they did uh, assist immensely to try their level best. Mm. And furthermore, the issue of the container from the establishment of professor from, I forget his name, uh, from Pretoria and the other experts that were uh, presented to us, is not to say the container was said that it cannot be retrieved. That it's unfortunate is not the truth. Uh, we were there. We were going in and out in that mine. We were sitting in, I mean, in the boardrooms, looking at the plans. The container was retrievable. The issue was finances. The issue was it will take too long to establish a new shaft. That was a bone of contention. But nevertheless, we've written to the, the former state president, uh, Mr. Jacob Zuma, we engage with their office to declare the mine as a national disaster mm -hmm. in, for them to pump resources to retrieve the container, but all went into the deaf ears. We, we, we also called the sitting president, Mr. Cyril Ramaphosa. We've written to them to come and assist. Still, it went to the deaf ears. We spoke to the current sitting minister, Mr. Guedemantashe. No response was received. It was the very same AMCO who called for Section 72 inquiry uh, in terms of Mine Health and Safety Act, I mean, to, to set up an inquiry. That was through AMCO, no other one. And then we spent hundreds of thousands paying for Richard Spohr to represent sure. uh, the families. And uh, there was no one beside, I mean, us. There was no one coming closer. Sure. Everyone was Mr. Matunja, let, let me ask you just pause there. I do want to come back to the point about um, really answering who bears responsibility um, for this tragedy. We'll come back to that point and we'll also bring in Henry Mazibogo, who uh, speaks on behalf of all of the families in just a moment. Sunday morning discussion on Weekend View. Hi, we live here in Kuma Stillfontein. And then about the uh, uh, the miners who were trapped and who, who were found dead under the ground over there at the mines, uh, Minister of, of Mineral, Mr. Guedemantasha, must be answerable for that. He's just a, a foul mouth minister. Let him take the responsibility and bear the brunt of uh, such disasters. Thank you. Good morning, good morning, SA News uh, team. Uh, this is Walter, uh, truck driver. Uh, ish. Uh, it's very sad, man. It's very sad for us South Africans to still have our sister in Kampule, there in Liliman, in, in Bapatin, still trapped under the mine. Ooh, but they want to invest a billion outside. Aye, man, no, man. Thank you. Thank you for those comments. I, I want to now just welcome Harry Mazibogo, who speaks on behalf of uh, the three affected families. Mr. Mazibogo, thank you for your time with us this morning as well. 
how how have um, all of the families really been holding up? Um, the really camping outside the mine uh, for for several years now already. Um, you, you just you haven't given up hope at all. How have the families do, been doing? A very good morning uh, to you and the listeners, and a good morning to President of Action SA and the President of Amco. Indeed, it's uh, on the family side point of view. As today, we mark 1,377 days camping outside the mine because we arrived inside the mine on the 30th of April 2019. Why we went inside the mine? It is simple because there was no uh, uh, progress report that uh, was brought to us as the employees, as the families, by the mine management, by the business rescue practitioners, by even our union arm, till to date, if we may ask, when last did we get report as the employees or to report to the families as to where are we with the issue of the lily mine? That is one of the reasons that made us collectively with the community members and the representative uh, from the chief, the royal house, and us, the former uh, employees and the families. We decided to go inside the mine. Why? Because there's illegal miners who are mining gold, who are destroying the infrastructure inside the very same mine that we are looking for a solution and the closure for the families. Unfortunately, the intervention to draw attention from the government, unfortunately, the intervention that we received is that the very same mine management with the business rescue practitioners, they went to court and the court order was issued to us stating that uh, we must uh, uh, get out of the mine. We are unlawful invaders. So when the police officers arrived on the 14th of uh, uh, May, uh, over 50 fully armed uh, SAPS officials. So then mm. we questioned them why they say they are to enforce the court order. Let's go through the court order. There's a line that says everybody within the premises of the mine must get out. We questioned the SAPS officials. What about the people who were there uh, for over two years now? We just arrived. We have been caught even two weeks. The response from SAPS was that they were directed to remove us with the employees and the families, not the illegal uh, miners who are still there on the very same mine. So what is happening to us as the families and the employees is frustrating, and especially by our leaders whom we trusted, whom we elected, by lying on media. You see, the actual thing, as I'm speaking to you now, I'm with the families. Many things have been said, people saying they are in constant contact with the families. They are lying to themselves. They are lying to South Africa. Who exactly One is, is being dishonest, Mr. Mazibogo? Nobody is reporting progress to us. That is why we took it upon ourselves and we are very grateful for Mr. Mashaba's intervention because through the lawyers, we, we had a meeting with the first meeting with the business rescue practitioners whereby the families had an opportunity to ask where are we, what's the way forward. Let's talk about, uh, you've, you've spoken about the, the uh, poor living conditions as well that the families are subjected to. Can you briefly just tell us about that as well? Yes, you remember us going to the mine with the families. We thought uh, the government will hear our plea as the, uh, the, the, the Bill of Rights state that we as South Africans, we've got the right to picket unarmed, you see. That's what we did, unfortunately. The response was terrible to us because even Solomon's mother was admitted because of the sugar levels, because they dropped the tent on top of us. So it's very bad. We arrived here, as I uh, said, 
that we have uh, 1,377 days. We are relying on donations uh, from the local shops of which they get tired. They are business people. We can't blame them. So now we are assisted by a, a, a SSC group, the one of the investing companies, and including uh, Action SAC. A situation besides that, yes, it's difficult for the families to be in their comfort of their homes mm. for a simple reason. Because, like, when I engage with uh, Yvonne's mom, she said when she is at home to check the other uh, siblings, you see, she feels like she's betraying Yvonne. She feels like she's left here her on the mind. So mm. that's the situation and it's the reality. All the families need is not who is going to own what. It's not about the rights or the, the, the rights or the litigations. All they need is for their loved ones to be found. And we as employees, all we need is our outstanding to be paid so that sure. we can go wherever we can. Sure. You see? So that's the situation. And remember that pretty, uh, when the incident took place on 2016, she had a daughter. She was five months old now. It's here today. It's going to be part of the the, the remembrance. Thank you, uh, Mr. Masbogo. Mr. Matunjo, I I just have a minute left. Uh, Let me give you an opportunity to to also respond, but again, to go back to the point about who should bear responsibility for what transpired in 2016. The mine, but there's a government as the custodian of the minerals. They should take full full, uh, responsibility. But what has tend to be, I mean, what tend to happen at Lily Mine is becoming a turf for political expediency and, and business expediency. Uh, the whole commemoration has been hijacked, I mean, as a launching pad for business and also for political expediency. AMCO has done what it's supposed to do. There is no one who does not know what is happening. There is no truth that uh, people are not, or the former workers are not being abreast of what is happening. This matter is in courts, and we know what the current ruling is. So you can't blame AMCO. It's just people, they are very much economic with truth because they venture to be politicians in the expense of the pain of the workers. As for us, for AMCO, is to get the livelihood back to the community, and the workers paid what is due to them. So all these political parties, whether it's Action SA, they knew about this. They were quiet, but they used the, the pain of the workers and the pain of the families for political expediency. And the, the government allows this because it is their responsibility. So, I mean, the, mm. the, the, the book of John chapter 10, verse 10, the thief only comes to steal, destroy, and, and kill. That is what these people are doing. And unfortunately, the families, they don't see through that they are being used for the ends of others. It's not about the families. It's about political expediency and business expediency. Mr. Matunjo, I must must leave it there. We are completely out of time. Thank you for for your time. And thank you again to um, uh, Herman Mashab and Harry Mazubogo who joined us as well. And that was uh, Joseph Matunjo, who is uh, the leader of AMCO.